You're listening to WrestlingTradingCards.com. All right, yeah, you're so beloved, sir. Look at that. We got uh, people already welcoming David. How sweet, isn't it? That it is. It's nice to be loved. To be loved. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Was that uh, coming to America? Something like that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cool, man. It's good to be back. It is good to be back. Uh, how's, it, how's, your, how's your week been? Oh, it's long, tiring. Yeah. I'm up all night, you know, try to sleep and see family in between and it's as long as week. But how is the family doing? Yeah, everybody's good. Everybody's real good. Kids are starting school on Monday, tomorrow. And uh somehow Lindsay and I are gonna work our way through this because everybody's gonna be sitting at the kitchen table since there's four of them. They're gonna each have their Chromebook and uh mm-hmm. yeah, headphones and uh they're gonna have their space dividers and they oh, have all their stuff and look at how experienced you're gonna be already using uh Zoom and all kinds of stuff already. Yeah, well, that's what they're using uh, Zoom for school, so it uh, it should be interesting. But I think they'll be fine with it. I, you know, in general, I think they're happy to go back, or at least see somebody else other than the four of themselves and their mom and I. So I think they'll be okay with it. How's you? How are you and your family? Hot. <laughs> it's Arizona for you, man. Hot. Today should be a nice. Uh, today be cool. Today's gonna be a cool day, actually. Today's gonna be nice. Should be about one oh nine. Jesus. <laughs> we, we've been having a hot flash here too. It's been uh, about 103 up to about 107 the last 10 days. And it's going to continue to be that way for a bit while longer. I mean, it's chilly right now. It's 99 outside right now. <laughs> so it's, um, you know, it's all kind of borderline short pants weather. Um, right. Oh, short pants. Yeah. But t- today should be a high of 107. I'm my bad. Okay. But on the flip side, the low will be 84. I wish. That'll be about, wish 84. about three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I'd be happy with 84 year round, but yeah, I live in Bakersfield, which is basically the desert. And you do live in the desert. So we're not going to see that kind of weather. And I used to live in the desert in California too. I was in San Bernardino County out there, you know, pretty much. Uh, I was East River Sticks. You were just North River Sticks. <laughs> <laughs> so it's funny. We go to visit each other like, I'm going out of town to go back into more heat. Why? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Why bother? Uh, let's see. We got uh, afternoon guys. Hey, Jamie, how's it going? Uh, yeah, the humidity doesn't help, Nick. I know that. Uh, so we're, we got some. We got some people following, which is great. Uh, what is the purpose of today's? Um, uh, what, what do we call these? Are these podcasts? Are these meetings? Are these uh, sessions? What do we call them? I like to think they're just conversations. I, I don't really have a name for them. That's good. If you don't mind, I'm going to come right back. Entertain the crowd. I got to go get my notes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good Lord. Entertain the crowd. What can I say? Well, how you doing, guys? Uh, today, we're going to talk about wrestling trading cards, as always. Um, it's good to be on here. Um, I appreciate all the love I've received and Tony's received. I'm actually really excited that we're doing stuff with WTC again. Um, I can't wait till we get the site moved over to the new server and we get to be going on the site because 
Tony and I have some serious plans and we're really excited and I feel actually quite rejuvenated. These little conversations, videos, whatever you want to call them, um, have been really great and I'm excited and uh, actually a little Did jealous when I see Tony on and I really, really, uh, <laughs> it's just really great. And I appreciate everybody that's come on, you know, as we get going, I mean, seeing Jeff on, uh, David, um, Paul, it was great to see all you guys on. I appreciate the time you put into uh, sitting down with Tony. And I appreciate all the time you guys have put into the hobby because without you guys, you know, it's really helped keep the hobby alive. And so thank you very much. It's nice to see uh, the interaction going on with people, especially online, you know, on, on our Facebook page, mostly. Yeah. But uh, our Twitter page is kind of, kind of sizzling too. Hey, I think you said it's over 50 now or something like that. Yeah, I mean, uh, we've only been on for like, what, a week and a half? Yeah, and it's so growing. we got uh, 50 you know, follows. Hey, one of them is Jesse King Lawler. Can't go wrong there. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, so yeah, I have my notes. I, I don't know why I left them out in the living room area, but I have them here. So I have a few things to go over. So, yeah. so basically today we're going to kind of rehash a little bit of what we've done so far. Um, some of our guests. Uh, what did you have? What have you thought uh, so far on the guests we've had? We have three guests so far. Like you said, we have Jeff, we had Paul, and we had David. Um, anything you learned from any of those three? Uh, I learned a lot. I mean, Jeff in general, uh, I was, I like some of the stuff that he had talked about, um, his experiences with the trading card industry, um, talking about, you know, the differences between WCW and WWE. Um, I'm not really surprised to hear that one company is a little bit more laid back than the other. Um, you and I have discussed in the past. I'm a big fan of, if you're going to have autographs, I prefer them on the card, not the sticker. I think it, it's neither. You know, the wrestler actually touched the card as actually something to it versus, you know, the stickers are kind of just cold, I think. I, I um, thought it was kind thought, of, uh, it kind of hurt my feelings when you show the stack of cards and they're like all bent up. And kind yeah. of like <laughs> well, I guess when you deal with cards every single day and you, you have the same card or all of them, it's easy to take, take uh, taken for granted so to speak um david I, I almost want to kill david i'm gonna tell you that right now dave i was looking i spent some time on ebay um over the last week especially since you were on and i started looking at cards i started looking at autographs i started looking at sets everything and i gotta believe the reason the prices on a lot of this stuff is so high is because of david it really because is because of the because of the 82 uh, said, I mean, you look at some of these cards now, I, it's just amazing. I'm just almost shaking my head. I remember buying sets for 10, 15 bucks. I think 15 bucks was a lot yeah. for a set. And I'm seeing $25 sets and yeah, individual cards. I, I went and took a look at um, uh, the WCW Tops autographs alone. Um, some of those right. cards are well over $1,000. Yeah. You know, you know um, I was surprised, like Savage over a thousand, Elizabeth over a thousand. I mean, I know these people are deceased, but even the average card, I think, was two hundred fifty bucks a piece. So, um, just kind of re, you know, uh, re-educating myself on some of these cards, I was surprised, and I was thinking, this got to be because of David. Um, when you go out and you uh, go after the eighty-two sets, and you're seeing, you know, the Hogan card that was autographed, what went for twenty thousand? Was it twenty grand? Yeah, so it has an overall impact on the trading card industry, you know, especially rating, uh, wrestling cards. So um, I, I was I was impressed, shocked, um, almost scared because I was like, there's no way I could get back into this hobby as far as, you know, I mean, I, I, I want the cards, but I, I just couldn't do what some of these guys are doing. And it's amazing. Um, Paul, Paul actually shocked me a little bit with um, hearing that Grimm. 
a pretty big eBay seller back in the day was a big part of his book. Um, I really appreciate what Paul has done as far as the uh, price guide. I think it's a great website. I really enjoy his website a lot. It's easy to, yeah. to uh, navigate through. Um, so I was really impressed with that. But in general, you know, to have these three guys on that you had, I think was great. And um, I'm really looking forward to the future and seeing who else you're going to have come on as well. Well, I've been trying to track down some people. I tracked down uh, some of my old contacts from Comic Images. So I'm uh, even I tracked down Alan Gordon. Um, so, uh, hoping to get these guys, uh, kind of commit to wanting to be on, uh, I haven't actually opened up the, any dialogue with Alan yet, but I mm -hmm. have started something with, uh, Ron Ferrari. Ron Ferrari was the editor for all the WWF cards that comic images put out. So I do have, uh, uh, I'm trying to get him to get on, but, uh, we'll, we'll see. I've got some names coming up. I've got one tomorrow, as a matter of fact, I've got, uh, tomorrow I've got, uh, Michael Moore. Mike right. from uh, PW Torch. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're going to have him on tomorrow night. Um, I got my list of questions right here for him. Uh, I'm, I'm actually quite, quite interested to see what he has to say. You know, I, I went back and I was looking at some of his articles and, you know, I posted some as you guys saw. And I'm curious to uh, know where um, he seems to do a trading card post or article almost every other one. Mm -hmm. I would love to know. I'm assuming Mike's got to be a collector. I mean, as yeah. much as he, as much as he posts uh, or does articles about trading cards, he's got to be a collector. And I'd love to know um, if he is, what cards he's collecting. If it's more the, um, the more recent stuff, it's the older stuff. He seems to stick with some of the more older, older stuff. Um, so I'm really kind of uh, interested to see what uh, his interests are when it comes to wrestling trading cards. Yeah, me too. I, I actually have a, one of my questions for him uh, is about his collecting. If he collects, I'm sure he does, and you know for how long and what specifically he collects, but. Um, I've got some good stuff from him and I've got some other people that I'm reaching out to. There's a couple of, um, Nick has been very instrumental in helping me get some names of people that he thought would be interesting guests to have on. So, uh, I just started reaching out yesterday. I started reaching out to some guys who run some independent federations that have put out card sets. What I'm thinking oh, okay. about doing is probably getting, I like to have multiple guys on at the same time. Now that we have a paid, you know, zoom channel, <laughs> right. um, maybe I can have them all on at the same time. They can all you know, plug their promotions, talk about their card sets, you know, what inspired them to make card sets. Has it helped, uh, you know, them become a little more recognizable, you know, on a nationwide, even though they're a regional organization, you know, just why cards, you know, obviously, I mean, it's a, it's a pretty inexpensive way to promote yourself really when you consider it. Oh, yeah. But uh, yeah, it's just um, a lot of interesting guests uh, looking for suggestions from people who uh, they want to see. I don't know who, uh, else they want to see, but uh, I think we're we're on a good we're on a good uh, path right now. I think. No, oh, absolutely, absolutely. You know, to bring people out, to have people have an opportunity to have a voice um, in the hobby, I think is great. Educating. I mean, I learn every time these guys come on. I'm always learning something new. Uh, usually, pretty shocked by some stuff. Um, you know, I was kind of talking. We we're probably going to get to this today, but I was kind of a little surprised um, about the rookie card conversation you had with uh, uh, David. Yeah. Um, I thought I kind of figured he would take more of a, a stance on it one way or the other, but he really didn't. Um, me personally, I, I don't quite feel that way. I, I have a stance that I pretty much stand by, which is um, I feel like rookie cards should be designated to national releases. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think they should be um, regional. And I think it should be the wrestler, not, not the, not the character. It should be the, the actual guy that 
whether he's Kane or he's you know, Isaac Yankum. Um, if there is a debate anywhere, I think maybe it would be, could you have, you know, let's say, let's say it's Glenn Jacobs. Let's say it's, you know, Isaac Income was his first card. That would truly be his rookie card, but you could have like almost maybe a secondary rookie for each character. If you really wanted to do something like that, it's a possibility, but I'm more of a fan of uh, national releases and the, the first character that individual was in. That's how I see it. But yeah. again, I would love to see a panel of people on here voice their opinion on it, but that's how I feel about it. Uh, yeah, like I, I, said, I, love, I love to have multiple on and talk about that because it seems it's a hot topic now, especially with the rising value of cards. But, yeah. uh, you know, we were on top of that back in 2011, even before then we talked about it. And uh, I was going through our, our Facebook page, which, uh, you know, what, 2010, 2011, it came out. And mm -hmm. uh, looking at some of the old, we used to have a, a blog, if you want to call it that, or we, write, we right. try to write a blog like once a month called uh, uh, In This Very Ring. <laughs> right. I remember. Yeah. yeah and we had um, – we were talking about, and I think we only did two, two write-ups. That was it. And uh, one of them was about rookie cards. And, and not going to lie, I mean, it was pretty much a, a copy and paste with a little wording change from, like, the Beckett guides on how they view rookie cards. And that was kind of like, this makes sense. This sounds like the standard. The difference here is usually you have one manufacturer who has a license for wrestling, whereas in other sports, you can have multiple manufacturers having licenses for it. You know, when Flair right. was around tops, Bowman, the other team, they can all be putting out baseball cards. You know, one doesn't put out a Ken Griffey rookie, you know, so, until the next year or something like that, possibly. But um, it, it's an interesting topic to have. Uh, I'm, I, I agree with you. I mean, we're, you and I are in the same boat when it comes to the rookie card talk, but I love to hear other people's comments and opinions about that. Yeah, and like I said, uh, the rise in the cards right now. I think I, what scares me, what scares me on the rookie cards is what I've seen. I'm not just seeing wrestling trading cards um, being listed as rookie cards. Some people are actually choosing game cards. Yeah, um, I know that. I'm like, I'm sorry, that's not a trading card. That's a piece of a game. So, and I've actually seen some stuff that's been graded that actually has RC on it. And I would love to, I got to go back and find some of that stuff and submit, show it to you so you can see it. Yeah. But I've actually seen a couple of those and they're not even, they're not even wrestling cards, you know? So it's like, who's determining this, that you can just throw a rookie card, a designation on a, on a game card, a game piece. I'm going to talk to my buddy. People... I'm going to talk to my buddy, Mark, you know, Mark, uh, out in Garden yeah. Grove. Uh, Cause yeah. now he works for PSA yeah. and uh, he got an interview with them and, and got the job and, WTC got mentioned during his interview. Like he dropped the website name to which the interviewer said, wait, you guys, uh, wrestling trade. Yeah. We use that site all the time, you know, to authenticate cards. It's like that. Um, which I thought was kind of cool, but, uh, I can ask him to, you know, poke around and ask them if they're actually using the RC on some of those cards or not. I don't know. Uh, did you go, Mute on me. There you are. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I hear you now. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to uh, have to ask him to see if he can uh, poke around and find out if uh, anybody there, at, you know, does do RCs, you know, on the rookie cards, I guess. I don't know. I would love to know. I've seen it on – I've seen some, and I think it's kind of – it's kind of scary in general. I don't know – does the company have a right to designate 
these grading companies, do they have a right to designate? Do they have the right to determine who's a rookie card, especially in wrestling? And then do they know what they're grading? I mean, some people are just, like I said, they're submitting game cards and these are being used as actual, uh, being declared as wrestling trading cards when they're not. So I'm kind of surprised when I see some of this. Yeah, it's already, uh, they're talking about it right now on the, on the Facebook right now. Like uh, Nick is saying, so national release or worldwide release, because they say for tops, they could have a rookie in a tops WWE set, but that's only released in the United States. Otherwise, tops UK has a slam attack cards, which is a game card. Again, it's, they're gaming. It's cards. a game card. Yeah, exactly. where the same wrestler could be released as a rookie card in that set also. Tops try to do that. They tried uh, uh, some sets while back ago trying to put um, rookie labels on them or future stars they put on there right in a sense i kind of also agree with david in the sense that uh well two things i agree with them one just just buy them all <laughs> just go out and collect them and buy them all who cares uh, right. uh which is the best advice i think anyways but two just kind of using it as you know first appeared right i, I don't it, i don't think it's really psa does not designate rookie card wrestling cards according to rob england so it could have been another company. There's so many like CTA or, you know, yeah. maybe, maybe Beckett. I don't know. The next time I, next time, I've seen them on eBay. And the next time I run across these, I'm going to, I'll take the images. I'll, I'll capture the images and uh, I'll send them to you. So that yeah. way we can see them. And that way I can kind of show people what I'm talking about, but they do, there are out there. I have seen them. Um, but yeah, it's a hot topic. And I guess, you know, I guess it's more important to the seller. Sure. Maybe the collector, but definitely to the seller, because if they can designate a rookie, you know, caption on it, then they can add, ask for more money, and 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 maybe that's what's happening. I don't know, but I just Oops. I'm not a fan of that. It's definitely a selling point for them. Uh, yeah. Let's see. That's good. Cool. Uh, trying it. It's hard to do this on a tablet. <laughs> no, I get that. Um. Yeah, so I, I, I intend to have a whole episode, I think, devoted to just talking about rookie cards. And I'd love to have um, multiple people on that have hopefully difference of opinions. It'd be nice. Uh, just to kind of just talk about it. That's all I care about. Just talk about it. We're not going to resolve anything and make a, at the end of this. So go, hey, that's how it is now. This is this is the new rule. This right. Is what yeah. it is. I'm not saying that you and I have the right to determine rookie uh, designation. However, um, that is our opinion. It's my opinion. And I feel like it's, it's worth putting out there. And I'm, I'm curious to see what other people have to say as well. Yeah. Uh, Chuckster says Tops released two different sets and had a rookie designation for As Asuka. I can't even pronounce her name. I don't watch the current products. I don't know who she, yeah. but uh, I know who she is. It just said uh, in two different, in both sets, they put a rookie card on her on two different sets. Jesus Christ. Uh, and then I would I would have to decide that just based on that it would be the set that came off first would actually be the legit rookie. Yeah, Rob says um, Rob England says collect what you want. I don't mind game cards. Wrestling doesn't have much to choose from. Well, with that said, um, Rob's not wrong, and there are some really nice looking game cards out there too. Yeah, you know there are so I mean, I, especially I, the new the new top slam attacks stuff like that. Uh, is a beautiful looking card. They're, they're, they're really, yeah. they're a little busy for my taste in some of them, but some of the designs on them are pretty, pretty cool. But, yeah. uh, you know, I come also from the WWE Rod Yell background too. So that's a whole right. different thing. And I used to own a complete master set of that stuff before I merged all into inventory. But um, that, and then the old uh, trivia game cards like that, I see those are getting, uh, it gets a lot of 
views. Right. And that's one of the ones I think you're talking about where they're making those like rookie cards. Yeah, I'm talking about the little ones. Yeah, they're yellow. Yes. I've seen the yellow one. Yes. In the, in the board game. Yes. Yeah. But uh, there's that. And then someone um, posted recently, picked up that, remember that Slam, WCW Slammiversary card game? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have those as well. Some of those put those as a first time on, you know, trading card of someone. Right, right. I have some, I think I have the, yeah, you get to, you used to buy them in a box. They're like in a, coming to the original yeah, thing, I think, box, came in a box. Yeah. yeah, that's what I have. I have a pack of those somewhere. Yeah, I got those too. And then, uh, okay, might be a card. Yeah, the Cardinal card. Yeah. A slam attacks reloaded. Nice, naggy style. Yeah. Some good stuff out there. These guys got some really good comments on the Facebook page going right now, which is nice. Um, yeah. Then there's, um, what else were we talking about here? Yeah, the gaming cards themselves are just, uh, I don't know. That's why we kind of moved them into a different section of the site. We put them out of the trading cards and put them in gaming cards, which right. is a nice segue into the site now, which is you and I talked about if we're, when, we're, when we redo the page, uh, we're going to stick strictly to just trading cards. Are we going to continue to keep adding those stickers in there? Are we going to add the gaming cards? I know it's not your forte for gaming cards, especially when it comes to raw deal stuff, but I have all the information already. I already have it in checklist format. So it's an easy dumping over. It's like that. But if we're getting help from people like we were talking about, and there's people who actually volunteered to help, um, I think it'd be easier for us. Do we continue to keep that? Our categories the way they are? Do we keep a, a vintage area, a more modern area, a stickers area, a Japanese, a gaming area? Well, I personally would like to streamline the site and not include stickers and not include the gaming cards. However, if there's a true desire to do that, if, if, um, if people are really wanting to see that, and since you already have that stuff, um, I don't, it's not gonna be something that I'm gonna really be interested in doing, to be honest with you. Maybe it's something you could be doing on the side um, to do it, but it's not really something I wanna do, but I guess it really comes down to what our users want. Do yeah. they want it? Yeah. I think they do because obviously they clearly like to collect everything besides just your traditional trading cards. Yeah. Uh, you know, they like the gaming cards. They like sticker cards. They like some of these guys like even postcards and that's where we kind of drew the line on that stuff. Yeah. I'm not, I don't want to go there. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't, it's kind of where like I, when we had like uh, the old, uh, you know, vintage wrestling card ar archive sites, like they had everything in there. They had like calendars and they had, uh, you know, uh, all kinds of different things on there that wasn't really what we considered trading cards per se. So I, I kind of draw the line there a little bit like that. But again, it's again, what they want. If there's somebody who wants to say, hey, I have all the information for you. Here's the checklist of this. Fuck, we'll just plug it in right there. Fine. If it's no work on our part, we'll plug it in. Right. Yeah. I don't want to have to really do the research on it. No. Um, I mean, our forte is wrestling trading cards. I, I just feel like, I'm waste not that I'm wasting my time, but the priority has to be the wrestling trading cards. And that's why I don't really feel the need to do or spend time with the other stuff. That's why the other stuff hasn't really been updated. I mean, even when I was working on the site, it wasn't updated that often because it just wasn't my forte. It wasn't really what I, my, it wasn't what my heart was into when it came yeah, to Yeah, all that. those gaming card sections never got done. The only ones ever got done were by me. Um, yeah. 
I did it. a little bit. I did a little bit. I think based on when you would submit it to me, you'd send it to me like, here, I got this and I would, I would put it up. But if I didn't get it from you, I didn't go out of my way to sort of partly because I don't understand it. Yeah. Not a raw yeah. deal player. I'm not, I don't collect it. I don't, I don't get it. Slime yeah. attacks. I don't, I don't play it. I don't get it. So it's kind of hard to research something that you really don't get and you're not interested in. And, you know, I'm sorry to the guys that do collect that, but that's just kind of where I'm at when it comes to that, but I'm not opposed to it. If, if people want to uh, submit the information. Yeah, we're getting people already uh, offering to send us a checklist for stuff like that. So we'll take it. Normally, I don't answer live, but uh, why not? Yeah. Uh, oh, actually, I should probably get rid of that. I'm using a <laughs> had my pseudo name on there. Why won't let me do it? I feel like there there were some trading card sets released that did like have had postcards come with them, and I think we have them listed somewhere because it was like there were trading cards and there were postcards. And I feel like if I'm wrong, maybe it was one of the bubblegum, maybe the wrestling superstars of wrestling, the stuff out of New Zealand, maybe something had it. I don't remember what it was. Um, and there were actually there were actually postcards that came with it. Um, but I can't remember, and I, I don't know if, if I put it on the site or not, or if maybe I had a mention in a blog and a blurb on it. I don't remember, but I feel like there was a couple sets that actually had they had trading cards, and then there were some postcards with it. Um, it's just something I remember. It's just kind of in the back of my mind. I, I know it's part of something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, we have a lot of work to do on that. That's for damn sure. So, um, again, there seems to be an interest in people wanting to help, which I really appreciate that. And in the past, we were kind of more like proud parents. Like, this is our thing. Uh, we don't really want anybody to, you know, try to tell us how to raise our kid. Right. Uh, but uh, now it's like, listen, uh, I, I got I got life to, to leads like that. So, uh, anybody want to take care of my kid who wants to babysit? Yeah uh heritage sets uh box topper cards or hobby cards postcards yeah but they're trading cards they're not just because they're postcard size uh chuck uh they're still done in trading card format it's not like uh again it's a fine line it really is because some of those remember those tops early heritage ones had those box topper cards because yep. uh chucks are pointing out that there are box toppers well, those were you know post postcard size I, I get it too and so are the old boardwalk cards too it's like that you know but um, they were called. Well, they had the, they had the uh, photo cards that were released. Um, I think WCW and WWF did photo cards. Correct. And we have them on the site. Yeah. Uh, Comic Gamers put that, uh, that photo card set. Yeah. That, There's the Rest WrestleMania or something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, I mean, again, if people want it and they're willing to provide the information, the information's correct. Because one thing we always took pride on too is making sure the information was correct. Uh, just because someone said something doesn't mean it's actually true. Because um, right. we find that out the hard way multiple times. But uh, as long as information is correct and people submit it to us in the format that we want, or if I can find a way to make somebody an editor to come on the site and do some editing work, um, we'll do it. I think we'll do it. So um, we're talking way far ahead in advance right now because we've still got a lot of work to do to get it over there. So I have a lot of work to get it over there first. <laughs> um, so actually, that was one of my topics was talking about stickers and game cards. I'm glad we covered that. Oh, we also talked about rookies. Oh, look at I'm knocking shit off my list one after another. Um, I know we posted recently about 
the emails. We lost that email account. Yeah, yeah. That hurt. What I found, what I found funny about it though, is like I told you the other day when I uh, texted you, I went back and I was looking at the my replies. Mm -hmm. A lot of my replies were um, from that particular email. Um, so there's stuff there, but so somehow it got integrated, but the sent the sent stuff that I sent was there, but nothing else is back. Like, um, I can't find the actual folder. I have a funny feeling some of that stuff that's saved on the side that all the subjects that you were reading on the other day, um, that was also integrated. Yes. Okay. So we did, we did keep some stuff, um, but I lost addresses unless I go back through each of those emails and pull out the addresses of some of the, yeah. of all those people. God knows. I mean, that's been what um, five years, six years. How long has that been? At least, yeah, five. Six so, years. I don't, so I don't. I mean, I've changed my personal email email address since then. So I can only imagine how many other people have changed theirs too. But there is information there. But it did hurt, and we have to get that fixed so people. Um, we don't lose people like that again because that's well, part of that's going to ruin the site over. When we move the site over, we have to set up into multiple email accounts like that. We'll have a true, you know, David at Wrestling Trading Card. We'll have a Tony at Wrestling Trading Cards. We'll have different ways to communicate like that, and people can contact us through different forms. But I don't think we'll have a webmaster anymore. I think we'll just have, um, you know, information at WrestlingTradingCards.com, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but we'll get it all taken care of. Uh, so that was kind of a bummer to lose that. So we had so many people submitted so many cool things to us that we were in the middle of maybe investigating or had checklists. Uh, some yep. of it was like the Japanese stuff, which is, as you know, mm -hmm. such a pain in the ass. Yep. Um, yep. So we're kind of hoping to get that stuff back again one day. Actually, but, it's funny bringing up the Japanese stuff. I actually did a, I did a search on Japanese cards the other day, and of course, I didn't get any farther than I normally do, which is there just isn't much out there, at least not available to us in the U.S. Um, so, if there's somebody out there that's listening or sees this video, and if you're a Japanese card collector, we need you. <laughs> we, we definitely, we, we I, absolutely need you. I can't even remember how many times that we've highlighted that and posted that on the on the message board back in the day, going, "We need someone." If you're, in yeah. And the closest I ever got was when I was uh, working at AOL back in the late 90s, early 2000s. And I had a guy there that was from, um, that would, uh, could, a uh, lady actually there who spoke Japanese like that. She could read Japanese and she tried to translate some of the cards for me. And then when I left AOL, we had that one guy we would see like at the Cauliflower Alley Club. Uh, yes. We see him in different places and um, he always brought the mats that he would have them sign. Yep, yep, yep. And he lived in Irvine, turns out. And uh, he would uh, try to translate some stuff for us every once in a while, but it became like, just a pain in the ass to try to get, you know, communicate with them and get it to do it. The problem is, and, and I don't blame most people, those are like our US sets here in the sense that they're 300 cards. You know, those sets are huge. So to sit down and translate every card is, is a lot. It's one thing, you know, you're translating and you got to write it down. And, you know, I mean, it's just so much. So I found bits and pieces of stuff. I actually have a bunch of stuff. Um, saved aside on Japanese stuff that um, I went through the other day. It's just a matter of getting it on the site. There's a lot there, but again, it's been five years, six years since I've even really gone through that stuff. And God only knows how many of those card sets have been released. New sets uh, in Japan have been released. So I, I mean, uh, Chuckster says he's got some, he can provide checklists for, uh, you know, Nick says we should contact uh, the wrestling card 18 guy. I think that's the wrestling card trade training cards guy. Uh, oh, okay. His name is, uh, Armand, and, okay. uh, who may have or has information about wrestling Japanese cards, you said. Okay. Uh, so we have a lot of great connections like that. I mean, it's, it's the difference between now and even five years ago. 
you know, five well, years gonna, ago, we didn't have that kind of information really. Yeah. Well, I was going to say too, you know, we had this conversation between you and I the other day. We were on Facebook. We've been on Facebook, what, since 2010? About, about okay. there. Okay. So, but even then it was kind of in its infancy. Um, social media was really, we, you know, we, we got on MySpace for a short bit and then we jumped <laughs> to Facebook, but social media was just really starting to take off. Mm -hmm. And then, um, then you and I kind of went dormant with the site and so much has grown, but the information is out there. You have all these people and now with social media, we can connect with everybody a lot easier than what we used to be able to. So hopefully um, we can all work together and, and get some more of this information out and on the site. Exactly. Yeah. I would love to do that as well. Um, but it's just another, another list in the project. Oh, yeah. It's never going to end. As I told no, you, remember, I remember years ago, I told you, so I, I think I'm almost done. And I'm like, no, you're not almost done, David. Every time you think you're close, there's more shit to do. Well, it was the wrong verbiage, I guess. Not done. <laughs> I, I, I guess what I was trying to say was, look, I'm current. That was, that's what I was really trying to say. And that was my goal is always be like, dude, I want to get, you know, if 2015, I want to be, okay, I got everything up till 2015, bring it on, you know, but like you said, it just never ends. And um, if Tops is putting out a, a set every three months, as David was saying, or not David, uh, Jeff was saying every three to four months, um, it's hard to keep up with because by the time you get almost all the information, a new set is being announced and you're like, oh, here we go again. And it's just, and those sets are, you put a post up, I think the other day about, you know, what do you want to see in a set? You know, how big the parallel cards. Yeah. I, I replied back saying that I'm not a fan of parallel cards at all. I personally find them to be absolutely useless. I think it's just a way for tops just to it seems to be a going, a going opinion too. A lot of people are yeah. not fans it's just of parallel too much. cards. It's too much. And it's not realistic to collect. And it's just, most of us, okay. I'd like to believe that most of us are happy with a base card set. And then you start jumping into the chase and the autographs and mm -hmm. that's fun to chase. But when you're chasing basically the same card over and over again, you're three levels, four levels of parallels, just because it's got a parallel uh, a, a notation on it. It's just, to me, it's ridiculous. And I, that's really what burnt me out. If you want the honest truth of what burnt me out, parallel cards burnt me out. Because I was sitting, I'm on eBay scouring for freaking images of parallel cards over and over again. And it just got so old and redundant. So it's like, I would rather just, I, to me, to me, I think one of the neatest things coming out right now is that Vince McMahon autograph card. Yep. I love that. I just saw that. I just thought, this is cool. Well, it's not, uh, it's not me, his first card. No, I know it's not, but it's just neat to see that. I like kind of stuff like that. I like getting autographs, new autographs. Even though I don't collect them, I, I, I just like that. I think that's more fun to go after, you know, uh, event use cards, stuff like that. I think it's neater to go after than trying to collect the freaking four levels of parallels. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just an opinion, you know, totally. So. I, I agree with you on that. I have no, when it's doing, uh, when they're doing parallels, that's when you know that it's under the uh, sports department in, in tops. Cause they treat it like a sport. If it was done as just a regular under the entertainment line, it wouldn't have a lot of parallels. Right. Well, you know, is it uh, TNA? One of the cards, they released a small set of cards where um, they were hair cards. And it has a strip of the hair from the, from the divas and stuff. I thought that was kind of cool. You know, something different, something exciting. I was like, oh, and there weren't a lot of them, so it was fun to chase after them and look for them. You know where TriStar got that idea from? <laughs> it's from a company called Juicy Honey out, oh, of, out of Japan. Uh, yeah. And me, I'm one of the guys that brought that stuff to the, to the you know, they call it the lower 48 <laughs> states because Juicy Honey was an, it's an adult trading card. Right. What I also sold at the time. Um, and so I had a connection out of Hawaii that would sell that stuff and get it 
to me in the States. Uh, so I was selling it at my booth at Old Frankenstein Collectible Show. And I did good with that. And that had, they would have things in there like, uh, you know, a piece of the, the hair, but not right. up here. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, and they would have, uh, you know, they'd have a nipple imprint card, stuff like that. So I think that's where they got that idea from because nobody had, was doing that at the time. We're having, a, you know, a piece of right. hair. Actually, I think I take that back. I can't remember the company, but somebody, whoever put on an Elvis Presley card set had a piece of his hair on a card for Elvis Presley oh, wow. card set. I wow. remember that one done. And I can't remember what, what time that, but that was definitely before the Juicy Honey stuff. Uh, yeah, so. who, was there, who was doing DNA cards? Wasn't somebody doing... Bush card. Or no, no. <laughs> um, wasn't somebody doing, or was it the cut autographs? Uh, the, the cut signatures, yeah. Yeah, those are kind of cool too, you know, cause taking like an Andrea Giant signature check or something like that. I think that stuff is that stuff is neat. Yeah, you know, I think they were doing that with Babe Ruth and and uh, sports. Oh yeah, I, I, yeah, I pulled yeah. I pulled one out of it. Uh, uh, um, Don Rest did one, I think, called uh, Americana. Yeah. Like Don Rest or Upper Deck? I think it was Don Rest up Americana. And they had uh, cut signatures from presidents, and I pulled a uh, a President William McKinley uh, autograph out of one. Oh, see, I think that's neat. I, that to me is the kind of stuff that I think top should be doing it stuff is it's more unique it's harder to get um that stuff i feel like would keep its value i think they I mean, did one though. they did an under the giant one I, I think not too long ago tops released one, okay. of, it was a one of one cut signature i'm not i'm sure one of the guys can chime in and tell us but uh again it's a more modern stuff so i don't know a whole lot beyond 2006 2007 so right i mean i don't i to me when i see stuff like that that rejuvenates me as a collector you know if i were to pull that out of the pack that'd be freaking that'd be awesome yeah, you know had, uh, sting had face paint cards right right yeah they had those in uh, tristar had those TriStar yeah the face paint too. cards yeah yeah and then they'd have the art cards with some of the wrestlers i think it was hardy had yeah. art cards and and uh was did it, some uh, too. i was just gonna say that. yeah, yeah lar did some i think i think Maybe Hart has some. Bret Hart has some. I'm not sure if there are any in the top set, but I think maybe some other stuff that he might have been involved with. Mm -hmm. The point is, is, is those are unique. Those are different. Those are something that I think collectors can get behind. But parallel cards. Tell me how you're going to get behind a parallel card when you're. It's the same card. It's just got a little different color to it. I just yeah. don't see how that. You know, I, I like those kind of things. So I would like to see more of that in the uh, in the wrestling releases. And I think that. Uh, rejuvenates and, and keeps uh, collectors engaged in what's being put out there. Rob, Rob England says that the problem with the Andre cut signature is that many people believe that it's a forged signature. Why do they believe that? Why would you believe that uh, if Topps is putting that out and they're released like that and they guarantee us authenticity, wouldn't you have a legal case if you can prove that it was fake? I would think so. I would think so too. I'm curious I mean, to hear what it, I'm again. It's not. It's not unheard of. It's done in all the sports. Right, done, right. Yeah, and, yeah. and they've gotten caught. Hell, they did it with uh, the comic images release for when they did uh, the superstar set. They had a Sable autograph. Mm -hmm. Just a fun fact for you guys: Sable didn't sign any of those cards. Any of those autograph cards you have from Sable, she didn't sign them. Her sister did. <laughs> Holy crap! <laughs> so uh, none of those cards were signed by Sable. Um, wow. So there's that. Um, but, uh, you know, who's to say? I, I would imagine that you probably have a legal case against someone if, uh, you know, you can find out that, hey, I've got this, you know, $1,000 autograph from Onto the Giant, whatever it goes for kind of thing. And now, now I find out it's not even real. Um, I, I don't know. That's another whole different topic, really. So, uh, but speaking of autograph cards, I'm going to segue now into that, something different. 
back to our site. And as you know, you and I together over the years now, almost 20 years now, have 100% uh, taken on the burden of funding the site. Correct. It's been uh, between the two of us over the years, it's been out of our pockets to maintain it. It's, there's a monthly charge for it. Uh, we could pay annually, I'm sure, but I don't know why we've never stepped up to pay an annual fee on it. We end up paying monthly, which end up, end up being more money than it really should be. Yeah. Um, you know, and I, I, I've been doing it now for a few years, uh, picking up the, the tab on that as well. But I mean, to me, I just don't think it's just a we thing anyway. I don't give a shit whose card's coming off of. Um, and that's, that's a big problem coming forward when we have so much stuff going on. Um, I don't have a nine to five job. Uh, this has become my job right now, doing these videos and running my Valocard site. Uh, my, my booking business, as some people know, um, uh, you know, I book a lot of different celebrities. I work with a lot of different talent from movie, TV, and a lot of pro wrestlers I work with. And uh, that's been shut down because of the COVID stuff this year. So I'm not on the road doing and making money doing conventions anymore. Um, I'm working around things to kind of bring different things to, to, to make money. That, but for the most part, I'm kind of shut down for 2020. So the disposable income isn't there for me to go out and really spend hundreds or thousands of dollars, you know, to, to do a website kind of thing. So we're limited, which brings me to a topic that I want to discuss, which was done on some other sites that I follow and I'm, I'm a member of uh, that are not wrestling trading cards. But uh, maybe doing a donations type of thing from our, I wouldn't call it fan base, our member base, our member base of doing something where we can have like an annual thing where people who want to continue to see the site grow and continue to see the site run can help fund the site besides just us. Right. I don't think it's a bad idea. No. Um, it'd be nice. And, and any money that's made is not going in our pockets. It's going into like just, just to fund the, the, the site. Yeah. Um, I could find out the exact costs. <laughs> tell you right now, we are not getting rich off this site. <laughs> We're not getting rich. It's not, it's not even, I make more money collecting cans. <laughs> and we don't do recycling here in Arizona. <laughs> I have never looked. I've never looked at my uh, bank statement, and it had a uh, dividend for WrestlingTradingCards.com. It's, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's never said. It's never, never, never said plus. <laughs> <laughs> never says plus. <laughs> yeah, I've never gotten an actual check in the mail from a residual from WTC. You know. Uh, if you it, have, you're hiding up. You're uh, you're keeping out on me because I've never yeah, seen one. I've never seen one, even uh, nothing. So yeah, um, trust me, I would have used it all for the site. But um, yep. I, I think trying to find a way to do donations, whether it be through the message board, uh, once we move the site over uh, to get uh, a, a button gone. And I thought of a way to, and Nick brought this up to me in a uh, Twitter uh, message which you know, was something that I'd already been discussing with myself, I guess. I don't remember if you and I talked about it, but um, I was going to be producing my own trading card line. And I had uh, been thinking about doing this for a few years now and uh, going the, the route, maybe the route that like Leaf does, where I you know, pay artists to go out and do artwork and then mm -hmm. buy that artwork and then use that for trading cards. Well, I have a guy that will do that for me. As you know, at the Wrestling Guy store, which I don't think you've ever been there. Have you ever been there? No, I've never been there. What they do there is when they have their guests there, they have a thing called the ceiling of fame. 
I've seen I've seen photos of that. Yes, looks very nice, and I know they sign it. Yeah, so like if you take a ceiling panel and you pop it out, or you replace it with another one, get it at, uh, at Home Depot. You can pick them up. Um, oh, mom is online. Mom's watching. <laughs> uh, so uh, uh, they have um, uh, panels you can buy at Home Depot or uh, Lowe's, wherever. And what he does is he cranks those things out the night before the talent comes in with a, a sharpie and just draws mm -hmm. those things out. And the talent comes in signs it and they put it up there. So what I, he's done now is he does uh, some actual, like an oil painting he did. And let, I'm gonna share with you what I, the, the whole process, what I wanna do here is, I'm thinking to entice people to want to donate to the site to help the site run, is offer them something. Just don't go, hey, give us money to help us run. Right. I'm okay doing that, if that's what it takes, but I feel like I should give something to someone in return for their money, have a, non-autograph version and an autograph version of a card. Obviously, if you donate more, a certain dollar amount or more, you get an autograph version and it'll be in a series of cards. We can do it over time. Be the WTC exclusive cards that you can collect. Uh, and here is the first one that I think we're gonna be doing. Uh, as you know, I have a very good relationship with Nash, Kevin Nash. So he's willing to do you know something for me if I need him to do something. Uh, he respects, my passion projects. This is definitely a passion project of mine. Uh, right. And I'm gonna share with you, uh, this would be the first card in the series. Uh, so the, the card front, nice. went ahead and designed it. It, um, it can still change a little bit. I'm, right. still work, I'm working the card back. Uh, so my friend Anthony uh, painted this and um, all I did was really add the box, uh, the box right here, the autograph. That's pretty, that's much, a great it. Look, pretty much it. That's a great looking card. That's a great, great looking card. Now he has one. I also represent Kurt Angle for appearances. So he did one of Kurt Angle. I don't know if he was able to get me a, a take a picture of it. This was a, a shot with his camera, by the way. They took overhead and I edited it to make it look like a flat. Um, Good work. We'll probably, we'll do, definitely do more. So I would do a version of this where there'd be no, right in this area, there'd be no box area right here. It'd just be a card. Maybe the WC's logo somewhere on it in the front. And that's it. And then the back would be like, you know, congratulations. You have a, a one back would be congratulations. You have a, a very limited WTC exclusive trading card. And then the autograph version would say, congratulations, you have an exclusive WTC autograph card. And this would be WTC one. I think it's a nice thing to do to offer people. Absolutely. You get something back for your donation. That's a great looking card. I'm really impressed by that card. Yeah. You I said he drew that? Yeah, he drew that. Uh, he painted it uh, the night before and then he finished up the morning of and then he brought in. I had Nash at the Wrestling Guy store last February uh, for their sixth anniversary event. And then I brought Nash in with Scott Hall this past October or November. We had him in there because they were in town and it was kind of a last minute thing. And then this year for, uh, for uh, their event, I brought in... Um, Kurt Angle this past February. That was a matter of fact, that was the last live event we did <laughs> before this whole thing, you know, hit. I think that's really a great looking card. It's really nice. 
So uh, I think it's kind of a nice way to maybe entice people who want to collect. And then obviously it's about wrestling cards. We are about wrestling cards and right. uh, maybe they'll want to donate. You know, someone donates, yeah, you know, someone de- donates 40, 50 bucks, you get an autograph card. Someone donates five bucks, you get a regular card. I don't know. Yeah, I'm down with that. I think that'd be great. Yeah, I'm curious what the guys think, but um, you know, you're getting something for your donation. I right. mean, it really helps by the way, whatever you guys donate, I mean, really understand that it really helps us keep the site moving. Um, as Tony said, it's a labor of love. It's not, we're not here to make money. We're just here to keep this make going for everybody. Um, we just want to see it live just like you guys do. And um, I, I honestly, I think that's a beautiful card. And if your artist is willing to continue to do cards like that, that'd be great. I think that's really a great card. We'll share that again. Yeah. It's a nice looking uh, piece. I really enjoy that. But um, you know, things will be similar to that. So I can't guarantee they'll all be like that. But um, right. I think he did one from Foley as well when Foley was at the store. But um, I need to work with him. It's a little difficult to get him to to get things done. You know, he's a true artist in the sense that he uh, just works on his own time. I really wanted to get one done for me when I was worth, uh, working with Jericho. I had a, uh, an event that I worked with Jericho in Atlantic City last year, and I was kind of hoping he would get me something, and I was going to go have it printed out, done right away, be my first card at the time. Uh, uh-huh. Never got around to doing it. Oh. Well. But, and we can continue all, uh, as a series, keep it going. Right, yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> who's, uh, who's over there? Who's messaging? Is that your mom? I, no, she wasn't messaging me, but I was I was looking at the comments online. And it looks oh. like you got, some people think that it sounds like it's a good idea. It looks really cool. And yes, there's my mom. Yep. <laughs> uh, love, love you, mom. mom. Love you, mom. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah, so, I mean, that's kind of why I wanted to bring that up, too, the donations. And, and again, maybe starting a series of, of our own cards. I like the idea of starting a series. I, I would love to see it continue. I, don't, I mean, one and done is great, but I love the idea of continuing a series. Um, definitely like that. Those are, that's a great card. And, and if your artist is willing to continue to do that for us and with your connections and the, the guys that you've been working with yeah. over the years, it, it's, it's actually limitless, to be honest with you, on the amount of guys you could probably end up having sign it. And here's what I would end up doing on those, by the way. So uh, I'll bring it up again because I want to be able to show what I would do here. So what what I would do here on this is for a, this is an autograph version. So uh, for an autograph version right here, he would sign the box like normal. And then Mm -hmm. I would actually, to keep costs low, I'm not going to go have a foil stamping of any kind on this like that. What I would do is just put on there, manually go and put, we say, I'm going to limit these to only 10 autographs. That's it. Mm -hmm. Or he'll only sign 10. So I'll be one of 10, two of 10, three of 10. It'll be, Printed on the card, not not written on the card, but printed on the card, and then sign them, and that's it. I might do a couple unnumbered ones, just as like kind of a little, maybe one for you and me. I don't know. Um, and then a um, a non uh, autograph one would have the box gone and have the WT logo on it, and they won't, those won't be numbered. Right. Okay. And I'll maybe print off, you know, however many, maybe I don't know how many to print off, but. The costs on them aren't that expensive anymore. As you know, I, I've done some printing stuff for the whole raw deal thing that we won't want to talk about now. But, uh, you know, it's just, uh, it, it can be done. Technology is different than it was, you know, 10 years ago. So a lot of these guys yeah. are printing out their own sets. 
Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And as a set that we're going to soon be adding to the site. So, so um, yep. what's the difference? I mean, we, we should do this. I mean, it's what we are, a Western trading card site. And if it's a way to help generate some money to keep the set afloat, I, I think it's a good idea. And I think based on that card, it's not a cheap looking card. That's a good looking card. Yeah. It's a good looking artist rendition of Kevin. So uh, Nick, Nick I, I sent the image over to, uh, to Nick uh, a couple nights ago. I took a shot of it on my, on my laptop and he was, he had some good things to say about it too. He thought it looked better than the leaf product. He said, <laughs> but, uh, um, I, I'll, I'll talk with my friend Anthony about it and see if I can get him. And, and I, I, I don't see him doing more than one a year, you know, kind of thing right. as, we, as we do. Um, but if we do more than one a year, great. If not, it, it, every one of those cards would be geared towards donations. Right. And, uh, you know, outside of covering our costs, on it, whatever, our, if our cost ends up being 50 bucks to produce how many cards like that, who knows, then we get our 50 bucks back, which is in for the site. And then the rest of the money just goes right to paying for the right. cost. Yeah. I, I anticipate that the site's going to run. And once I talk to GoDaddy about it, the way we want it done, it's going to run us about somewhere between three and 400 bucks a year. Okay. Somewhere in that range. So if anybody wants to donate now, <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> uh, just because I don't want to max out credit cards, but um, <laughs> right. But uh, I, I just want to see the site keep to keep growing, and uh, in order to help us, kind of, and also as a peace of mind too, because a lot of things like wow, part of the reason of not getting so quick to moving the site over is because of the costs, and the costs right now are a little. Um, a little much, I think. So again, I won't know. Right. As soon as I can get uh, on the phone with GoDaddy, that's less than an hour away, then I'll be uh, happy. <laughs> right. But uh, I haven't tried since then, to be honest. But uh, I might have called it a bad time. I know they're all working from home like everybody else is. So you yeah. just got to wait till someone's available. But I I've had really good luck in the past with them as far as getting somebody who was willing to really help me and, and get me to move the site over and all that kind of stuff. But I'm kind of hoping to get somebody again who's like really willing to go like, listen, I'm going to help you from step A all the way to step Z, man, and get you going. It would help. It would help. But, uh, yeah, I mean, um, there's that. Um, how about uh, you like the little post I made the other day about where WTC came from? Yes. Yeah, I was surprised to see uh, an image of ComCollect. To be honest with you, you said you found it on your, on your computer? Because I couldn't find anything about ComCollect online. I mean, I see it's a dead site, but yeah. you had to see that. I mean, that brought back memories, Tony. Yeah. I saw that. I was like, oh, my gosh. So this is the original website that archived wrestling cards. In addition to, obviously, we have, you know, we got Buffy. We got Playboy. We got Star Wars. And we got wrestling. And that's what I collected at the time. That was what I collected at the time. Um, and... It was just a, a site originally just to kind of be like a fan site really about what was coming out. Uh, you know, actually know where I found this? I went to a website archive site. I went to Wayback. Oh. Went to Wayback.com. I think it's Wayback.com, Wayback.org, whatever it is. I went to Wayback and typed in ComCollect and boom, this came up. You know, in addition to things like, let's go back to da 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 da. Let's go back to this one. Do I have it? Did I save it? I didn't save it. Let me, uh, let me find it here in a second, but I did go and I found, um, uh, an old layout of the site that I thought was kind of funny to be honest with you. Oh, there it is. 
Uh, here we go. Share, share, share. Oh, I already had it. An asshole. It's an old layout. Oh yeah. Yep. So ab above, like above this here, you know, it was uh, more, you know, all the new releases coming out that time that we knew about, but then there was stuff down here, gaming sets, and then you had your regional sets and premium sets and wide release stuff over on the side. And uh, the columns are the uh, columns page went to like an old, it went to an old form where it would have like a, a post and then it had like a little line and that response to it and then line response to it and then line response to it. And yeah, I, I remember that. that. Yeah. Remember that? So oh, that's yeah. What it was all about. And uh, so I was kind of tackling everything. And then um, as I said in the post, I had a couple of guys that were knew nothing about collecting. And uh, they're trying to build me a database when I had the grand idea of covering all of non-sports. <laughs> and uh, I was going to do a price guide, like the first online price guide of non-sport cards. And uh, I did not realize what I was getting myself into. And we would literally have evenings where I'd get over there like at 10, 11 o'clock at night and I'd leave that place at four or five, six o'clock in the morning. Uh, wow. Back when I was a smoker. I remember you telling me that. We'd sit there and smoke all night and this and that and just you know, go through. And then trying to have a, we had a, a flow chart on a, on a whiteboard like that of how things work. No, this is what a Chrome card is. A Chrome card, can you just put, you know, I had to teach them all these different things. They do nothing about trading cards or about collecting the market, nothing. So uh, building a database with them was really difficult. And I, I have it somewhere on a CD someplace, I think, the old site, but I don't know where it's at. So when I found that, if you go back to way back and look up ComCollect and look in through the years, uh, there's a point where it no longer has ComCollect what it was. It has something where one of the guys that was helping design, it went on his personal web server. So then it became like for his stuff. So you're like, oh, you've met, here's our family album and da, 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 <laughs> of his family. So, <laughs> but uh, then ComCollect went away when I got the domain for WTC, uh, went away and I couldn't get it back because we forgot to re-register the domain name. So somebody who was interested in partnering with me instead of partnering with me, went and stole the domain name behind my back and rerouted all the different uh, links to his website, which I believe was like global pop culture, I think it was called. So he mm -hmm. thought that ComCluck had built up a name for itself at the time uh, that he would get all this traffic to his website to buy things now. And uh, since then, I the, the website doesn't go anywhere. It's, it's a parked name. I think you can buy it for like yeah. $2,800 or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I think he owns it still, but never did it. He just continues to keep re-registering it. But his name was Bob. Um, what an asshole. I'm sorry. But um, uh, so there was all that going on. And uh, then it became WTC. That's what it became. I said, you know what? I just refocused myself on what my real passion was, which was wrestling cards. And it became WTC. And um, that's where it is today. That was fun. I don't know even why I looked for it, but when I originally found the graphic, it was just those four cards, which by the way, those four cards, how it worked was those four cards. If this was my early days of trying to build a website. So this is a logo. And then this was part of it. This was all, and this was done using a program at the time called fireworks. So what it was, was this, you know, taking Photoshop, layering it out, and card on top of the card. And then through fireworks, you can go here and all this, like all this Buffy card, 
you can click on it and go right to the Buffy section. And that became a link. And the Playboy, that became a, a link. So it was really weird. I was learning how to do HTML stuff at the time and then using a little bit of, of Java when it first came out and then trying to teach myself how to do stuff. But I had a guy when I was working at AOL that was showing me how to use certain apps. And he's like, here, take this. And he gave me this uh, disc of like some sort of, and I never used it. It was a program for special effects that they used on Babylon 5 TV show. Oh, jeez. <laughs> like $30,000 in like uh, a, a software wow. program. And I go, should I have this? <laughs> to which his name was Ricky. And Rick, I remember Ricky goes, well, shouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Chuck, uh, Chuckster, like, you know, he had subscribed because back then ComCluck was a, a subscription site. Five bucks a month. Cause I, I thought like, I'm going to make some money off of this, man. I want to have like the first online price guide. And Chuckster was one of the guys that actually he, he paid. <laughs> and because guys like him paid, I'm like, I gotta, I gotta produce results. I gotta continue to keep going. But I was working on it, David, all the time. Cause after my AOL days, I didn't need to work. I, I made good money at AOL. I got a good severance package. I didn't really need to work at the time. And so uh, I'm do donating like, I would literally put eight, 10, 12 hours a day, just entering in information, in the database, and I burned myself fucking out. Yeah, I could, I could see you doing that. Yeah. And I just got tired of it. Uh, I just couldn't do it anymore. Um, and uh, oh yeah, Chuckster says that he printed out all of the uh, restyling pages from his old ComCollect before it went away. He, he printed them all out. I'd love to see those actually. He should take pictures of it and share it. I'd love to see those. He did all the wrestling pages. I'd love to see that. Well, that's how you and I met. I'm pretty sure we met through Complex. Somehow I was looking for cards. It was the Wonderama set. I was looking for singles and I got directed. Somehow I got directed to ComCollect. I don't know. I think it, you had a free, maybe you had a free message board on it or something. I did have a free message board and it was free at one time. Yeah. And so I ended up on it. <clears throat> and I remember being free or maybe you gave me a membership. I think I might've, I might've given you one. Yeah. And I just remember um, going through it and but that's how you and I met. It was actually through ComCollect. That's how we, that's how we met online. And then uh, uh, that's, that's what started our friendship actually uh -huh. was that site. But I, I felt bad for you when it went away, when you, when, when you lost the donate me, I remember yep. and I actually bad for you because I knew how much time and effort you put into that site. And I remember how passionate you were about that site too. Yeah, it was, was it was, that difficult. was your baby. It yeah. was difficult. But uh, at that time I had left AOL and then I took time off and then I got offered a job at, I don't know if you remember it all that uh, itradecards.com. Yes. I do remember so that. They took me in saying, Oh, well we want your, your AOL programming knowledge and your knowledge in the uh, trading card world and put you to work here and become our lead guy here. I said, well, I don't think, I don't think you can, uh, you, you can't really afford me based on what I was making at AOL. So I remember his name was Jim Weiss. I think his name was. So Jim took me to go meet his dad. His dad was the one who was financing the, the, this company. So his dad was uh, owned his company that I don't remember the name of the company, but if you were an executive, a CEO, a COO, somebody in a high, high in a company for like say Ford Motor Company and you wanted to change jobs, looking for a job at a different company, he would help you get a job for another, another 
CEO position type thing. That's what oh, he would okay. do. Oh. So they had a lot of money. So I went, I remember going to seeing his office uh, in Irvine, California. And he took me over there and I had a meeting with him and just him and I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a little like nervous. Okay, what's going on here? I'm in this nice office, you know, all this expensive stuff. You know, these guys, this little picture of him and his new Jaguar on the wall. I mean, all else, I mean, it's different things. And he asked me, he's like, well, what were you making there? I told him what I was making. He goes, done, that's what you're making here. <laughs> I go, that was easy. <laughs> so, and the work with trading cards? This is like yeah. a dream come true. Am I sleeping? <laughs> and I quickly realized just how fucked up of a company that was and how too good it really was. Too good to be true it really was. Uh, because it didn't take more than a couple weeks before it all went downhill. And I literally got myself fired. I begged to be fired over the phone while I was in Vegas at, I believe it was at the CES show. I was in, at CES and I was in a parking lot uh, at the Rio <laughs> and I'm over there just pacing back and forth in the parking lot, forcing Jim to fire me over the phone uh, just so I can claim unemployment. And, uh, uh, and he fired me. And uh, then I had to have a police escort to go in and out of the building to get all my belongings out of there. Cause I had all my notes from all the programming stuff that I did for AOL and tried to integrate that into their stuff. I made sure right. I wanted to get that stuff back so they couldn't take it, which they tore pages out of it and I could never get it back. Um, but he made all these wild accusations like that. So he had a police escort me in and out of that building to get my stuff. And uh, I remember Brent, my friend Brent Davies, who was the one that was working with me on that database. I brought him on board to work at iTrade to work on their servers. <laughs> uh, yeah. He was there that day when I was being escorted in and out. <laughs> I just thought it's funny. So he gets to keep his job. The guy I brought on board, but I'm getting uh, whatever. So it was a horrible experience. But um, I remember that site trying to, they, they bought the name. I trade cards. I trade sport cards. I trade adult cards. I trade wrestling cards. I they bought everything for the, you know, to try to integrate one house. They had a, this grand scheme and it was a nice idea. But when you have a guy who all he cared about was like using that connection to get free stuff from manufacturers, it wasn't going to work. Yeah. But uh, that's kind of where then WTC really, really took like, you know, fuck this. I'm doing stuff on WTC. Then it's going to be all about that. And I really wanted to buy the name WTC. But as we talked about before, you know, World Trade Center couldn't happen. Yeah. But that's where we're at. And um, I'm, I'm happy that we've gotten some good, good interviews so far. Uh, yeah. Hoping to get some more. Yeah, I'm looking forward to what you got coming up. So. What are you interested in seeing coming up as far as like, is there anything, any, any names, particular sets, topics? Me personally? Yeah, you personally. Um, you know, I'd like to see, I, I would like to see a conversation on these indie cards. Um, I'd like to, I'd like you to get some guys in that are, are doing them. I did a research the other day. Um, I found triple uh, A. There's triple A uh, wrestling cards out of Mexico. Mm -hmm. um, so I never knew those existed. Um, just did a kind of little, little search. I'm sure some of the guys are going to hear this. will probably jump into that. And I like, encourage oh, that. Oh yeah. I already have that. <laughs> yeah. They probably, they probably do. I knew nothing about it. Um, so it's nice to see some stuff about Mexican trading cards out there. I'll tell you one um, thing. That, I'll tell you one thing that bothers me about all this, by the way, is that getting back involved just drives my passion to want to collect again a little bit, but I have to really, really, control myself because I, I get a little bit jealous 
when I see people's collections. Cause I remember what I used to have. Yeah. What I, I had at the time, there weren't a lot of guys in the world that had what I had uh, at the time. Uh, and there's some things I think that some guys still don't have, uh, but there's a lot of stuff out there. And now I see what these guys have and, and the passion they have, which is great. Uh, that makes me kind of go, damn, I'm really jealous of them. <laughs> yeah. I know. What you, I know. I mean, I, it's kind of funny. My collection stopped when I saw working on WTC because um, it was really no point to go further with the collection when you're not really working on it. And um, I know what you, I know how you feel. I see stuff out there and I'm like, damn, I'd love to have that stuff. Or then I see it's like, I found a set that's kind of neat indie set and it's sold out. Yeah. You know, and you're like, ah, so. You find the secondary hey. market for $500. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, no. And that's, that's kind of what gets back to the whole thing with David. It's like, I mean, you kind of look at this, the price of these cards. And I'm just like, holy crap. These are just so expensive. But, you know, I, I say that just because, I'm a cheap bastard when it comes to that stuff. Anyways, I always look for the best deal. I never, you know, no, uh, I, I, no, no, no need to worry about that. Nick, the site will still be up during transition. Nick commented saying that the side note was his concern was that when we transfer the stuff to the new site that he didn't want WTC to go down, then we have no access to the info at all. Um, I'm hesitant about doing what Chuck did and print everything out from WGC, but that's going to be a lot of printing and, and ink, LOL. No, don't worry, man. We're not going to, um, the site's not going to go down. Basically what's going to end up happening is uh, there'll be two versions of the site, basically. There'll be one that's currently up. Once we have enough information over to that one, we can start migrating it all over. So that's, that's kind of why raising money is important because not only are we going to be having to fund one site, we got to fund two sites temporarily until we get enough information on the new site to say, okay, we can start removing things from the old site. And I think what you're going to see initially on the, on the new site, when it opens up, correct me if I'm wrong, you're going to see checklists. I don't know how fast you're going to see images up because that's really what's going to take as much time. So the idea is to get everything transferred over, get the checklist back up and all the information. And then as we go, we'll start putting the images back up. Yeah. So, transferring checklists really i believe is going to be as simple as copy paste copy paste copy paste yeah. it's the image like you said the images connecting the images is going to be the hard part that's going to be the yeah. interesting part yeah so that's one of and, and i'm thinking that we talked about it too about also uh not doing them watermarked probably yeah i don't because going forward it's going to be a pain in the ass trying to mimic what we did before and running that program because as you know it's a pain in the ass to crop and edit all those images yeah. Yeah. And that's why, that's why I kind of described it as a, a three process, three part process, you know, and uh, if I can do away with um, the watermarking, that would, would help. Sure. Um, I, there's so much of it out there, I guess, that is it really worth it to watermark anymore? I don't no. think that it is. You know, we never really claim to own, we don't own the images per se. They're not ours or WWE or whatever company put the cards out. I, as we kind of said, people were, throwing our checklist up and, and they, were, they were linking directly to our checklist pages off of eBay. And I'm not as computer savvy as you are, but it was cause of some with the bandwidth or something. Yeah, we were losing, cause you're allocated so much bandwidth on yeah. your site per month back then. And uh, every time somebody was linking to us on their eBay auction, it was sucking up our bandwidth like that. Um, yeah. But and that that's neither here nor there for that. What I was concerned about was that they were just copying and pasting. It's like, well, can you at least get a little credit where you got the checklist from? Be kind of nice. Right. And I think nine times out of 10, people were pretty uh, compliant with that. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm just not going to go. I, I don't have time to go through and police eBay auctions. Yeah, I don't either. If you're going to steal the stuff, you're going to steal the stuff. I mean, if you're going to start a site, I mean, it's not going to stop anybody from starting a site and just literally copying and pasting everything we have either. Yeah, so yeah. If, you feel, if you feel the need to do that, hey, all the power to you. Um, at the end of the day, people know where the stuff is coming from. Um, so that's up to you. I mean, I went, I, since Tony came to me about doing this, um, I spent some, I've spent some time online and I've, I've run across other sites that are, have checklists and, and stuff. And, um, so I know the information's out there. It's just a matter of, we just want to get it all in one location. Uh, nobody has as much as we have dating as far back as we have. Yeah. You can find it on different sites. You can go to probably 15 different sites and get everything we have, but you have to save and go to 15 different sites. Whereas we're just trying to be the place that's just all in one place. And that's, and we're, and we're strictly about information. We're not selling anything. Yep. We're not going yeah. to be uh, um, offering anything to anybody or we're not buying anything. Because mm. uh, the number one thing we always get through messages all the time was like, how much is my shit worth? And um, uh, I want to buy this set on your site. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's not for sale. Yeah, um, people don't, I mean, I've, we've never had anything listed on the site. I've kind of been a little shocked by that, but we, not that, not that we're not selling anything. I've, I've always been shocked that people don't recognize that there's no price on it. There's no, yeah. you don't see a dollar sign next to any card or on any set. And then, yeah, we have people asking us, hey, can I buy your stuff? Yeah. So, you know, I've always been a little surprised by that because we've never said, hey, these things are for sale. People just see information, um, they click it, and then they click on an email. It's like, and I said that people don't read. <laughs> yeah. So, but I mean, and, and, and as Tony said in the past, especially in Paul's uh, interview that, you know, we refer people to Paul's site all the time. I mean, I used to constantly, I'd get, you know, how much is this worth? You need to check out the site. Here you go. Here's the link. Yep. And that's what we would do. So, and that's what we'll continue to do. Mm -hmm. um, you know, Paul is, uh, to me, I know Beckett has their, their price guy in this and that, but I'm always going to refer people to Paul. Yeah. And then if people want to use Paul and Beckett and whoever else, that's great. They yep. can do that. But my number one person I'm going to refer to is Paul and, and, and then people can go from there. So, yeah. but um, yeah, I think what you're planning on doing with the, uh, with the Nash card, the autograph, I think it's a great idea. Um, it's a beautiful card. It's something that I would love to have in, 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 uh, in my collection. I'm sure other people will as well. And if, you know, we can do this yearly or maybe, you know, a couple times a year, whatever it may be to generate a few dollars to help us with the cost of the site, it would be great. Yeah. Um, so I, I think you're on to something and I think we're going to, it seems like we got some pretty decent feedback about it today. So my next step is to design a card back. So if anybody out there wants to help out with that too, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I tried it. I, that card image I did was from a little over a year and a year ago. Mm -hmm. So you're talking yeah. February of 2018. Well, to be honest, if you, if you want my honest opinion, that's Nash's best look. Yeah. Um, you know, I, that look that he had when he was in WCW in 97, 98, the long flowing hair, you know, he looked big and, you know, uh, to me, that's the look I've always preferred on Nash anyway. So I think it's a great look for him. I think it, it uh, highlights, you know, him and I think it'd be a great card. So having WTC one on or whatever you're planning on doing, um, I'm sure it's going to be perfect. I mean, you, you've done very well with that stuff in the past. So we'll uh, I, I think think it will continue to be good so maybe um, we'll even have him on as a guest one day to talk about it that would be cool absolutely cool <laughs> <laughs> let's just hold that hint hint uh, uh, so, um yeah we you know in 
do you have um, with your history and, and the things that you've been doing in the industry, you know, working with celebrities, working with the wrestlers, uh, that'd be awesome. I, I would love to know how some of these guys feel about being on a trading card. Yeah. You know, so. I mean, I'd love to have, uh, you know, Lawler was the first guy, to, one of the first guys to start following us on the Twitter account that like, like the first day, within the first couple right. of hours we got it. Yeah. That's what like, told me, yeah. I'm like, holy shit, that's awesome. You know? And, um, but I, I didn't realize what, you know, a, a collector he was. Um, I didn't realize there was an, uh, a card set that he put out in 83 for himself. <laughs> what set was that? Did I miss there's something? A, there's, a, there's a card set for Jerry Lawler from 1983. Really? Yeah. Uh, Nick, Nick has all the uh, details on that. Oh, I'd yeah. love to hear about that. That'd yeah. be really cool. And I'd That's like to awesome. talk to him about that and um, uh, other, you know, his artwork that he's done for Tops. Uh, things like that would be great. Yeah, it would be really cool. Who knows? Maybe we could get some of those images from that 1983 set, huh, Mr. Lawler? That'd be nice. Just so like, uh, um, yeah. we can let people know about it. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think I've ever seen anything on eBay, so those must be in very small quantity. But that would be really cool. That'd be my, my understanding. If I'm not mistaken, I mean Nick will know better. It's like that. If I'm not mistaken, they were regional. To um, oh, Rob England has it too. He says he has them. Oh, Rob. Rob. You know I would love to see those. That'd be cool. And if we could get front and back uh, nine pocket sheet uh, scans of them, that would be, be even better. Which, by the way, I've, I've got a list of questions. Speaking of Mr. Rob England, just learned about it earlier this year. That's what Lawler said. Yeah, he learned about this. I, uh, I have him on my list of people I want as a guest, by the way. I've been yes. messaging him about uh, trying to get him on as well. And then I, I don't know how to pronounce his name either. Uh, Steve... Tomki or Thom I can't I don't know how to pronounce his name I'm really sorry yeah, I'm not sure how to pronounce it either but you know who I'm talking about right I know exactly who yeah. you're talking about from uh, 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 vintage wrestling card archive yes yes so I, I love to have him on as well I, I think he would be a great resource and a, mm -hmm. as I say a plethora of information yes yeah, he had a great little site there, and he had a lot of information on it, and I think he would be as well which is funny that he 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 put some kind of credit uh, to us for uh for wtc but i think he's a site that became an inspiration for us actually yes yes not the other way around he puts us as an inspiration for him and i i think it's the other way around i think it's uh he is the inspiration for for wtc actually unless he might be talking about comcollect i don't know but um because i think comcollect might have been around maybe a little before him i'm not sure when his site first came out but his site has such so much information on it from back in the day and it was like Man, I just want to see. I want to see cards, though. I don't want to just, uh, you know, read right. a long list of cards off in that given year and, and then have a break and then, you know, it just keeps going and going and going and going. Um, so he was an inspiration uh, for his site. I'm assuming it's his site, though, too. I would assume so, yeah. yeah. But uh, I'd love to have him on to talk about uh, what got him started and, uh, you know, his collection because he seems to have a pretty impressive collection, too. Yeah, I would. I'm assuming that most of that stuff is in his collection or a vast majority of it. Um, but I don't know. I some of these guys that you want to bring on. I, well, all of them, not even some. All these guys that you want to bring on, I think are uh, his last have a name lot is uh, Rob. Says his last name is pronounced Tim Key. Okay, well then we need to get Mr. Tim Key on because I'd love to see what you'd have to, what he'd have to say. Uh, but, but I don't think I'd love to have Rob and Steve on together. Yeah. And uh, I think that's a great one-two punch right there. And yes, he said, yes, it is his site. No, Rob, um, correct me if I'm wrong. Aren't 
didn't you have something to do with uh, the Wonderama stuff? No, or mine. Uh, or uh, mine. Yeah, I, I don't know if you had something to do with Wonderama. Because I, I feel, I feel like, I feel like I had a conversation with Rob or an email passed back and forth with Rob about um, his knowledge with the uh, NWA Wonderama stuff. There's another guy uh, I want to talk to, by the way. His name is Alan Maynard Jr. Uh -huh. Alan was the guy that originally uh, he offered me all the Wonderama product at the time, including the cells, uh, oh, okay. the, un the uncut sheets, everything, and I passed on it. Uh, that was in early early two thousands. Okay, okay. And I maybe that's, who I'm, maybe that's who I'm thinking of because I I don't know. I and I again I have talked to so many people over the years that a lot of it's kind of all gelled together right now, but. Yeah. I'd love to get these guys on because I know there was um, – I want to say it was Rob that I was talking to about the NWA one Romer stuff, the test market run, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it was Alan. Um, but, again, I would love for you to get, get these guys on and, and have them on here so they can, you know, uh, spread some knowledge as well as what they have um, because these guys are bright. They know their stuff, and, sure and I'd really like, like to see them on. So. They've done their homework, and uh, I think these are the most reliable people that you can get information from on this stuff. So, And I, 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 I'll admit it. I mean, my knowledge on cards is what I research. So I sit there and spend hours and hours on the site or on sites researching cards, and I go through all – I go through all this stuff just to find the most reliable information and then try to, you know, put it on our site so we can make sure we have the most up-to-date and accurate stuff. So, Rob's um, it, Rob's yeah, maybe about the test market run. He's yeah. probably right. Um, I, I remember seeing on Steve's site about the test market run and then somehow it, at one point it just finally showed up on eBay. It wasn't on eBay for a long time. And then all of a sudden there was several test market runs that show up on eBay. And that's how I got mine. That might've been uh, through that Alan Maynard junior guy. So I was going through my old AOL emails, mm -hmm. you know, like all 50,000, whatever it is. I haven't checked it in forever. Um, and I did have a folder just for him about the Wonder okay. stuff. So I have some information in there that I can probably go and refresh my memory on. But he was definitely the guy that I was talking to back in the early 2000s about it. And he okay. wanted to sell me a bunch of stuff. And he picked it all up, he said, for, I don't know, a few thousand dollars like that. It wasn't, it wasn't a whole lot. I mean, without opening up that checklist, I'm pretty sure um, Steve, Rob, Alan, I think they all brought to light that there were some error cards in there, some – test market run stuff. I mean, between the three of them, I think they're all responsible for it. So, but I don't know. I, for me right now, I think my passion is still going to be the indie stuff. So any of these guys that you can bring on and talk about indie cards, whether they're the most recent stuff that came out, some of the older stuff that we never discovered that maybe somebody has sitting in their collection. Again, the Lawler stuff, you know, I, to me, that's the stuff that I really am interested in. The WWE stuff doesn't really do a whole lot for me only because there's so much of it out there. I like finding the stuff that's just not very, um, not very known. So I like, I like hearing about stuff like that. Actually, um, actually that wrestling trading cards, uh, Twitter page, I guess that's, um, can't remember where I got it from. That, well, anyhow, on, I was given information to talk about like looks like one, two, three, four, five, five different guys that I've been uh, referenced to to talk about their promotions and, and their indie stuff, you know, and see if uh, if that helps their market regional promotions. Yeah, it's, it's some great topics. I reached out to a guy named um, calls himself the Brain. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and I, I text him, but he, I messaged him, but he hasn't responded back. He was the creator designer of the PWG cards when they came out, which um, some people believe was uh, uh, what sparked the whole indie car trading card stuff. Oh, the PWG stuff? Yeah. Yeah, because they did it. Um, give me a second. I'm thinking about this. It was the Battle, the yeah, battle of Los Bola. Angeles. Yeah, Bola. Yeah, Bola. Yeah, that's he did it one year, and those cards I guess went on eBay and just exploded yeah. on eBay. They were very expensive. And he's gone on to do um, uh, G GCW and AAW Pro uh, cards for them as well. Hold on a second, okay? Yeah. Well, uh, I can't remember who gave me this information. I think it's um, I believe it actually is uh, wrestling trading cards. That's who gave me the information. Yeah, wrestling trading card 18, or wrestling card 18 uh, gave me the information. That's some good stuff right there, man. Good stuff. But uh, yeah, I hope to reach out to these guys. I hope some of you guys uh, can put me in contact with uh, some of these indie fed guys who are aware of it. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, Rob, let's uh, let's talk about that too. Make sure you can get us some images. That'd be great. Uh, once I get the email stuff set up, I'm hoping that you guys can start uh, submitting uh, the information there. I love to get the information on there, and then we can start going through that. And it's not only just trying to catch up with the new stuff, but even trying to get the information on some of these older ones that we haven't done in a while. Now, I don't have any of that PWG stuff, but what I do have. I got a friend who has a whole set. Oh, do you? Okay. I've seen it online. What I do have is what I got something here recently um, from Martin D'Amato. I don't know if you can see these. Oh, okay. These were sold at his convention um, 2018, the one in Charlotte. I don't okay. know how good you can see these. Um, but these yeah, were called... Superstars of Squared Circle Trading Card Series 1. Looks very similar to, to Greg Price's on this one. Yes, yes. So this is a this is a 21-card uh, set, I believe. Yeah, is that right? Yeah, 21 cards are in this set. Yeah, Rob had messaged uh, us on here saying he would like to highlight the 1981 uh, Poppy set. Only 17 cards with figures. That set needs more awareness and a 1981 Hogan first appearance on a trading card, too. Yeah, the Poppy set, isn't that out of Japan? Uh, I believe so. Yeah, I, I've, I remember something about that. Remember there was, just as we stopped um, updating WTC, the big thing was collecting all of those um, collecting all of those Japanese trading cards out of magazines. That became a real big thing yeah. for a bit. Yeah. Like I'm trying and to find out where this came from. Like this one, I'm trying to find out where this came from. Oops, come on. I can't, I can't see that at all. Uh, damn it. Oh, the Raven one. Yeah. It's an ECW card that came out of Japan. I just don't know what set it came out of, but um, yeah, I've seen it online. Um, I think we have it on WTC somewhere, but what I was getting at was there was um, I brought to light a lot of uh, old magazine cards. Um, there was a couple of magazines that had actual cutout trading card right on the front of them. Yes. 
and those were popular. Um, I think the all-star cards, something, something, there was a, there were several cards that came out of magazines that we were a big part of, um, presenting to the public. Um, and then we stopped updating the site, but I remember those, those things were like, you could get them for like a couple dollars on eBay, the magazines, and then they mm -hmm. exploded because everybody was picking them up. Yeah. They cut out paper cards and they were, uh, but the other ones we got out of Mexico too, I thought. Yes, those um, those are record lucha yeah. magazines and Guerrero del Ring. And as a matter of fact, the other night I was bored sitting in my truck and I found a site that had several of the record lucha cards on it. Um, the problem was it with it was is that the guy didn't have a checklist. He just had really nice images. So I have images to several of the cards that we don't have on the site that just don't have a link. But then there are several more cards there that I don't know what their numbers are, but I do have images to them now. Gotcha. So, I mean, this, again, like I said earlier, this, doing these little interviews, these conversations, seeing you do stuff, the in, it's kind of lit a little fire on my butt. So I've been kind of, you know, slowly getting back into researching some stuff. And that's why I'm like, I'm really excited for you to move the site over because I, I almost uploaded the site back onto my computer the other <laughs> night. So I was like, no, I can't. I don't want to start this yet. You know, I went, I, into, I went into the I went into the um to the file manager for the first time in probably six years, uh, -huh. uh because I noticed that uh, the webmaster, you know, Tony, you know, for the message board had a broken link to the to to its image, you know, its its uh, avatar. Oh, go, okay. So I went in there to go find the link, and I found it. So like then I go, oh, there it is. There's a file. Oh my god, there's so many files in here. <laughs> I I brought back a lot of memories. And then, uh, so I linked it. I, I, I went through and I, I think on the file manager, I went through and made sure all those files were like organized, made sure that everything had its place. And, but there's a lot of stuff. I ain't going to lie. There's, there's a lot of stuff there. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff. And, and I went through the other day, like I told you, I went through and I was sending you stuff. I opened up my personal files and could not believe all the stuff I have still. Oh, I know. And then you, you share with me for the first time for all these years, you're like your, your own personal checklist on where a set was at in the process of like, yep. complete yes, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. Like, damn, pick the right guy to do that shit. That's for damn sure. <laughs> well, it's, <laughs> thank you. Um, it was one of those things where I had, I had to do it. There's so much stuff. If you don't make a checklist, you don't know where you're at. So that's what I did. I mean, my personal checklist, I knew exactly where I was at in the process. So. But I hadn't seen that stuff in probably five years either. That's why I forgot I even made this stuff. I was like, holy crap. <laughs> there's a lot of cool stuff, man. It was, uh, yeah, there's yeah. a lot of stuff there. So, yeah. Uh, we have rambled quite a bit today. Yes, we have. So, yeah, I think I'm good to go. To. But, um, yeah. you know, uh, I, I plan on doing something like this where we recap some of the stuff. Obviously, it's shorter because we had other things to discuss about talking about the website and donations and uh, things like that. But um, uh, we'll recap like maybe every three or four guests. Kind of sure. what, we, what we took from it, it's like that. Uh, I always want to have you on, anyways. I mean, uh, you are the backbone. So without you, we're just going to be a, uh, you know, I it reminds me of cow and chicken. You remember that cartoon, cow and chicken? Mm -hmm. uh, my daughter sent me an image the other day about cow and chickens like that, and uh, one of the, one of the characters on there was boneless chicken. <laughs> which was like his nephew or cousins like that. He's just like a blob on the ground like that. And I go, you know, without David, we'd just be boneless chicken. <laughs> so, yeah, always appreciate it, man. So, uh, yeah, we'll do yeah. another one soon. I can't wait. I can't, honestly, I can't wait to dedicate some time 
and start yeah. working on it again. Yeah. Um, and I think everybody will be really excited once it gets back up. So, yeah, even, but yeah. even, a, even an hour a week, it doesn't sound like a lot, mm -hmm. but it, it's, it, you can get a lot done in an hour. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I know it's just hard because we have lives for married yeah. kids, the whole bits like that, but your, and your schedule makes it difficult too. Cause you have a really hectic schedule, work schedule. Um, yeah. you know, but, uh, we'll get things started here. So I, I might even be uh, given a good old GoDaddy a call today. Sounds like a plan. Keep me posted, man. Hey, everybody that's watching, everybody that's been contributing. Um, I really appreciate it. Without you guys, um, we wouldn't have this fire lit on our butts again. So I appreciate everything and uh, keep chiming in, keep sending uh, your comments and uh, thank you. Thanks buddy. It's good to see you again. Good seeing you too, man. We'll talk again uh, very soon. Yep. Bye. Later.